0: What's up and welcome to Wait Hold Up Podcast with Jessica Molina and Yarel Ramos. Each week, tune in as we have unfiltered conversations about careers, relationships, wellness, feminism, and of course, we'll often be joined by guests you either know or should know who will share their humor, knowledge, and their very own Wait Hold Up moments with us. Here
1: at Wait Hold Up, we want you to feel like you found your crew, your girls who you can do life with listen it's a crazy world out there and we can all use some help in our efforts to live our best lives we don't have all the answers but we're down to figure it out together thanks for listening here's our latest episode of wait Wait. hold up
0: what's up everybody hello welcome back to wait holds up i'm oh, jessica i'm yerel how are you jess i'm so good you're yeah. looking good thanks but yeah. hey girl, you better. we're on air right now you need to slow down. um i'm you know i'm really good i i know i've i mentioned it last week and i'm still in that zone of very much like So mental, but like mental in a good way, mental where I'm like focusing on myself, really trying to be positive, really working on my meditation and being consistent. Good girl. Thank you. So it really, you know, the other day, do you ever have those moments where you just like go take a bath and then get really emotional and just cry for like 15 minutes? All the time. Okay, cool. Because that happened to me the other day and I was just like. Ugly tears, and I'd had some like music on that originally just started out to be mad soothing while I was in the tub. I was like, "Oh, this is so relaxing." Turns out to be super depressing, and so then that music like took me on this like (laughs) roller coaster, whatever it was. So I had this like nasty, like cry moment. My boyfriend wasn't home. He comes home later, and he's and he just looks at me. He's like, "Why are you crying?" And I'm just like, "I don't even want. I don't even want to talk about it. A because I don't even know really why, but B just." I don't feel like discussing this. I, it's not time for hashing it out. Right. So anyway, so the next day I woke up and I felt great. And I just think that sometimes <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't know what's going on yeah, with me. Yeah. Either <laughs> Either I'm a Gemini secretly yeah. or um, sometimes we just need to like cry out whatever anxiety, frustration, whatever yeah. it may be that's like stuck inside of us. Yeah. And then like the next day, it's kind of like, OK, keep it moving
1: and let it go and let it go because and it just felt like a release. And it's sometimes you're right. Sometimes it's not even about something spe- like specifically or like, oh, this is why I'm crying. So it's just like overflow of emotions, nostalgia, yeah. like all these things that we women and just I mean, everybody in general goes through and feels. But yeah. that's good. I like a good cry. Yeah. In the bath with depressing songs. Love it. <laughs> I love it. Typical. Yeah, you know, typical thing we do. You know. Ladies, we know. Um, but
0: then after that, every I've been feeling like almost like on a high. So it's kind of been yes. like I needed to like just like get out that funk. Yeah. And that's been super helpful.
1: Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's where you're glowing because you're you've been on a high. Ah, love. Thank,
0: thank you. Um, and I have a weight holds up moment actually okay. that I want to just Ring, like get out yes. because I woke up this morning, I did my meditation, and I, t- I was telling Yara before we dropped on the podcast that I try to, like, stay phone-free or anything free for about the first 30 minutes when mm-hmm. I wake up. Because it's just, you know, just trying to keep yourself away from the world right. up until that moment. But then I'm, like, having my coffee, I'm looking at my computer and checking the news, and I also try not to click on anything Kardashian-related because... That's my personal preference. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to continue the news cycle where people recognize how lucrative it is to talk about this family. However, there was something that I had to click on because it was her talking about um, the pardon that she got through President Trump for the um, woman, Alice. I can't remember her last Mm -hmm. name. Um, And in it, she's talking about how Kanye isn't political because of all the other stuff that he said. So it was related to an interview she did with Jimmy Kimmel. I want to say last night or a couple nights ago. And... Pretty much in the interview, y'all can watch it if you want. But in the interview, she's talking about this experience, getting this pardon, how she has a list of other people. And she pretty much says, I don't have anything bad to say about this president. Mm. Now, mind you, she's definitely trying to be strategic because she does have other people that she's trying to get pardoned. But at a time when we recognize that our environment is being destroyed because we don't even have an EPA that's actually right. doing anything. Yes, we have families one, who are still two. separated at the border. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we just... the. The amount of racism and bigotry that is being experienced across this country because we basically have a white supremacist in power. When all of that is happening, I have a very hard time with someone of her stature with her platform, with her platform playing this game of I don't always believe in his policies, but I have nothing bad about to, to say, say about this yeah. guy. Oh, and Kanye is not political. Let me tell you something your very existence is political. It's political. So I hate when people say that statement. I actually kind of feel like I want to do a video about it. But nonetheless, it was a big wait up uh, uh, moment because I think that she is on some sort of high. Like I got someone pardons, which is great. I'm very, very happy that woman should have been released from jail many, many years ago. But that doesn't necessarily mean that this person is that this president isn't a, mon- isn't a monster because he is. Right. Um, so, yeah, that sort of like flustered me. And so I, I say that because it's like I'd been on this like Zen morning and then I read that and I was like, ugh, uh, and then I had to like go upstairs and I was like, OK, God,
1: peace, peace. Peace. so <laughs> uh i love the wait hold up moment it was a good it was definitely a good one this week Oof. um and i mean i was i was going to talk about trump um as well but i i kind of it's that feeling of like oh i don't want to go más. Yeah. No like selena's song no <laughs> i don't want to start singing right now
0: we because you know that. you know <laughs>
1: i get into my jams um but yeah i think a moment for uh and i'm gonna you know switch it up a little bit because a moment for sure this week was for me um so i have the um a a cousin irene she's a cousin she was on the show she was on the show yes so she's an herbalist and she recently decided to like move to topanga and start a new life and she launched this like opened up this like herbal herbal store and i hadn't seen her in a while. And, you know, those friendships sometimes like you're so you're so close and you know so much about each other. But sometimes it's like weeks without even talking and then you kind of catch up. So the plan was that she was going to come over my apartment. We were going to go have dinner and hang out. My idea of having dinner and doing this was like, oh, cool. I'll just put on like a cute little summer dress, not do my hair. Don't want to do my makeup and we'll take the bird like the scooters to the beach. And she was like, no, no. She's like, we're getting ready. I ain't taking no scooter. She's like, we're going to Uber it. And I'm just like, oh, oh, I know what is that the, sounds that like. Yeah. It's going to be one of those nights. Mind you, I'm not a drinker. I don't drink alcohol. Like, I don't even like alcohol. Uh, it's rare when I'm like, oh, let me have a drink. Primarily because of my skin. I like to take care of my skin. Second, because it grosses me out. Three, because I just don't like it or care for alcohol like that and the moment that she says that we're going to go i'm like dreading it right my body's like ah oh, no of course we go out to dinner great place and she we she orders a drink then i order a drink one drink turns into two two drinks turns into three i was like oh my god my skin you know i'm like <laughs> i'm like worried about my skin you're watching your face melt i'm literally the- like okay we got to go dude it's already midnight like i'm tired i got to do tomorrow and it's sunday the only day to get my stuff done and she's literally like looking at me like are you crazy like we're gonna go we're gonna go out oh my god yes that's that was my face like oh shit like i don't even know what i got myself into mind you it's already like two like three drinks and i was like great like this is not gonna happen turns out, long story short, I had the best time of my life. (laughs) I had a great freaking night. We didn't get back home until like 4 or 5 in the morning. Where the hell did you go? I I don't remember. I know, I know. We were like and you know one of those moments, one of those nights where you're just like, "Oh, you met so and so that tr- turns out to know so- someone else and then you become friends." And he happens to like own Venice. So we're like, "Oh, cool. We're going to go somewhere else." Oh, then he meet then you meet someone else that happens to like own the other side of Venice and you're just like, "What's going on? We're having such an amazing time dancing." Cool. That I mean, one of those nights. So, I for sure one thing that I must say was has was a learning thing for me was a wait hold up moment for me was like letting go of these ideas of like no I'm not drinking I'm not like really having a good time yeah like once in a while with a friend that I have a great time with and letting go I mean just like you were saying you know that cry sometimes is like just let it go Mm -hmm. sometimes we just have to go outside of these ideas that we have of like no I'm not going to do that because yeah, I'm going to feel like crap the next day, which I did, but, th- but I had a great time and I needed that and I needed to bond with her and I needed to like spend time with her and like catch up and we were able to do that and like literally then till like, til today we're like laughing about how much fun we yeah. had. So that was for sure a way to hold a moment for me.
0: I think it's important sometimes to throw out those rules like yes, you know, 95% of the time you're taking care of your body. You're working out. You're eating the right things. You're, you're doing what your body needs. Yeah. Um, but some of my best experiences have happened at a dinner table right. or on the dance floor. Right. And we do sort of close our, ourselves off to these times. Yeah. Because we haven't made up in our mind, like, these are the rules I have to live by. So I'm very happy that you were able to let your hair down. I know. Have a drink. Have a drink or tray or four. Whatever it turned remember. into. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It's okay. You still got your J-Lo yeah. glow. I, I do. Oh, yes, thank you. So I have a big good. old
1: pimple on my forehead, which it's, I will. I am looking at it, guys. This I know is it's not huge, big. It's huge. At all. It's huge. Oh my gosh! It's, it's a very sensitive subject, Jess. Okay, <laughs> let's, let's leave it at that. We had a great time. <laughs> Go out there and take care of yourself and do these things for you whenever you yes. need. To, whether it's a good cry, whether it's being upset about something that you see and then. Acting on it, or whether it means like a good night out with a friend. Yes, absolutely. I love that. And today,
0: I'm really excited to bring you guys this episode. I think we're both super pumped. Oh, yeah. Because speaking of just letting things go whenever you need to, this woman has really mastered that mm-hmm. and it's helping other people to do the same. So we're so excited to introduce you all to Marcela Arieta. She is a well-respected holistic and alternative medicine practitioner. She is the owner of Majestic Bliss handcrafted soaps, holistically inspired bath and self-care products that are all infused with a special blend of prana, also known as life force or chi. She is a pranic healer, helping people clear out the toxic energy in their life and learning to deal with the stress of everyday existence
1: (laughs) oh my god girl I need help I know it's like we're ready we are ready (laughs) Marcela thank you so much for joining us thank you thank you for having me here mil gracias thank you so much this is such a treat for both of us for sure and uh, also we want to say thank you for uh, helping us out and being part of our first uh, dance goodie bag that we had a few weeks months ago months ago yeah. yeah our Beyonce our first Beyonce dance class
0: our guest got to go home with some delicious Majestic Bliss soaps and I know I used one and it was so buttery on my body if that's like a (laughs) proper term I don't know (laughs) yes we get that a lot yeah
1: that's a good that's a good branding like line it's buttery on your body it's a good one. It's a good one. Marcela, again, thank you so much for being with us today. And just listening to what you've done and what you're doing. I mean, I have like so many questions just about my life. Like, girl, I need some help. Uh, but we would I would love to start off with like a, a little bit of your story. Uh, so ev- so people that are listening can get to know who you are and how you started in this space of uh, not just soaps, but of well-being and mm-hmm.
2: Well, you know, I was born in Mexico many years ago. I'm not going to disclose that. (laughs) And I came to this country with my mom, who was then a single mom. And I was three years old. And I I remember very well because it was this traumatic for me. We were separated at the border, not at the level we're seeing now. It was different circumstances. She had a cross through the desert. And they crossed. illegally. Yes, Mm -hmm. both of us. But at three years old, I had no idea what was going on. I just knew... I was feeling, where is my mom? She abandoned me. I'm not loved. So Mm -hmm. all of that kind of stayed with me. Uh, We ended up living in Boyle Heights for a few years, and I grew up in Linwood. And I always knew that there was something beyond. I think all of us have that, that we have this yearning, this drive, this, this thirst beyond whatever it is that we're doing right now. And whatever we may be doing is not aligned with what that inner voice is telling you. Yeah, it feels uncomfortable. It's like you're trying to place a piece of a puzzle and it's not fitting. I'm sure you've ladies felt that. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure.
1: That's a good way to to put it. Like it's you're trying to fit a piece and it's just not even part of that puzzle. It's not even
2: going anywhere Mm. near it.
1: So would you say that that was how your upbringing
0: felt like you were constantly like a cog in a wheel or whatever it may be like trying to put like the what is it, the circle into the square, Into the square?
2: Yes, I always felt that. But something interesting happened. And I think if I reflect back on that. At that moment was the very first time that I recall having what people call ESP or Sixth Sense. Mm. Um, We were already here in the U.S. They were keeping us somewhere before they brought us to L.A. My mom and me separate, though. And I remember I felt, where is my mom? I want my mom. You see, I was having this inner dialogue in my mind. And I hear a voice, a very gentle voice. It did not scare me. It was just so gentle. And it says, I know where your mom is. Mm. Let me take you. Keep in mind, this is a voice in my mm-hmm. head. This is you at three years old. Yeah. Right. Wow. This is not a physical person in front of me. No, nothing appeared, nothing. And I ended up in front of this door. I knocked on the door. I remember this guy opened in Spanish. ¿Qué haces aquí? You know, like, who are you? And I remember saying, I want my mom. And at the very end, I see my mom and my mom panicked. What? Ale, my name is Marcela Alejandra. What are you doing here? Like, I'm here for you. So we really never talked about that until years later. And she asked me, How, who took you there? And I go, it was like this voice that took me there. Um. And she said, you know what? Our, where they were keeping the adults was kind of far apartment complex-wise to where they were keeping the children. So to me, that was a sign of a guardian angel of, you know, higher being or something guiding me yeah I wanted my mom I wanted that comfort
0: so was it later in life that you tapped back into that like I don't even know what I would call it would it be like inner strength or wisdom yeah
2: all of the above (laughs) you see there's really no correct way to say it everybody has their own thing Uh, you know it's not really that I tapped back into it it was always there Mm -hmm. but because of my upbringing uh it was brought up in a very strict catholic home in a very Mexican machista home Mm. so a lot of those things were brujería or things of the other world but I again I always had that drive inside of me and I said okay you tell me not to do something oh I am it's so going to do it times a million percent. So I was always very stubborn and hard headed, And I know that part of that is what got me to where I am now. A lot of things happened and transpired. When I was 13, I suffered from massive depression. I tried to take my life two or three times. Mm-hmm. Thank God it didn't work. I'm here.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: But I got into a lot of things that I shouldn't have. But it's made me the human being
0: that I am now. Mm-hmm. So then in 2011 was when you got into pranic healing, correct? And then in 2014 is when you started your soap business. So can you talk about the time that led up to you getting into pranic healing and how that then ultimately led into your business?
2: Yeah, well, you know, I was living a life of a lot of anger, hatred, resentment, you know, all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And my body was just getting very sick. Mm -hmm. Uh, I couldn't get out of bed and I went to every doctor that I could think of, and medically, they could never physically find anything with me. They said, you're depressed, you're bipolar, here's your medication. Mm -hmm. Now, I respect medication, it has a purpose, but it wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. And leading up to pranic healing, I kind of threw the towel in at one point, and that's when I had another experience. (laughs) I'm full of experiences here. I was on my bed, and all of a sudden, everything went dark, and I could just hear a like a coming towards me. And for you ladies, I could see me. My, my hand, this one went up like this, my left hand, and then my right hand hovered above my, my stomach area. And I could feel the sensation of heat and kind of electricity. You know when you touch a lava lamp? Yeah. I got scared because it was burning. I woke up and I go, that was a nightmare. I go to the doctor two weeks later for the results. You have nothing, no surprise. But here is the thing. I had not realized that from the time that I had that experience to the time that I had my results come in, I had not suffered any medical issues that I had suffered for the past 10, 15 years.
0: Wow. Yeah,
2: uh-huh, exactly. So I googled heat, hands, heal. Guess what's the first thing that came up?
0: Pranic healing. Yes. What do I get, wow. guys? That was my, my. I
2: went to the class and deja vu when I walked in. I knew I have done this in a previous life it felt so familiar and that's what got me on the path of pranic healing
1: and for people that maybe not understand what it is like what how can you in a nutshell describe it what is it it's energy healing meets science it's
2: very methodical the process it's kind of a cookbook recipe
1: because not every people uh, is born with a gift Okay, so someone has to be born with that gift to be able to heal. No. No.
2: We all have it? We all have a gift.
1: But the mentality
2: or the thought is that you have to be someone special in order to heal or to help someone. With pranic healing is the teacher, Grandmaster Chua, made it so easy for anybody, regardless of their background or if they have gifts or not, that could just follow a simple recipe book. You know, if the person comes in with a migraine, this are the chakras that are not balanced. This is what you need to do. So anybody could follow that. That's why it's energy healing meets, you know, um, science. science.
0: So what's been the most amazing healing that you've witnessed?
2: I think all of them have really been very um, life-changing for people. I want to say personally, it has been, it was me. Mm. Yeah, your experience. Yeah. It was my personal healing experience of so many traumas, so many situations. And to have the privilege to see that happening in people, that's what makes my purpose worthwhile.
1: So after, whenever, when you went to this class, I'm assuming you dived into it completely. You were wanted to like learn and you were reading and you were exploring. And how old were you at this point? Oh my God, hold
2: on. on, You put me on the spot there.
0: (laughs) 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 I I mean, you don't have to count back years. I'm sweating bullets here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) She's like, wow. uh Hold on. No, I was 31 at that point.
0: Okay. Okay. I was
2: 31 with two kids, a husband, of course. Yeah. Uh, so immediately, yeah, to answer your question, immediately. So I started in July of 2011. And within a month, I had my website up and I was already uh, facilitating sessions. And shortly, I opened my my little office, my little clinic where mm-hmm. I could see people come in.
1: And what what were people, t- I mean, at that time? Because I feel like now these subjects are, you know, we talk about them more, they're, everywhere where they're all over social media they're kind of like accepted and understood a little bit better what was your experience back then like what were people telling
2: you I feel like back then people were more receptive than Mm. what I've come across now and Mm. I yes and I feel part of that is that there are so many things right now and yes we had social media in 2011 but compared to 2018 the social media and how we connect to people is nothing compared to 2011 So people are exposed to all of these different modalities that when they hear about, let's say, pranic healing, they're like, well, but this other thing here or this other thing that. So it's a little bit more challenging. It's not about convincing them. You don't convince them. It's about having them give it a try and put it to the proof. In 2011, people just kind of came in on their own. Right. Right. Because they were looking for that relief.
0: So there was a different expectation in 2011 versus 2018.
2: Yeah, that's based on uh, my personal experience. Because when I did take four years off.
1: Yeah, in that time. I did. Can you take us through the, like what you do, what happens in in a session with you?
2: Yeah, so uh, I, the person comes in and a lot of people are not ready to open up about what is troubling them. And that's okay. Uh, so we in pranic healing, we learn how to scan the energy with the palms of our hands. So the chakras, the aura, we could scan them. We never touch the person physically ever, but because of what we learn, let's say that the throat chakra is like humongous, it's congested. I could pretty much tell that that person is having severe anxiety because that's where we hold it mm. and other people points in the body energy wise so I scan that person and then I give them that feedback and I say okay this is what we found but don't worry we're gonna take care of this right now and with the use of my hands they're they act like shovels realistically we're shoveling all that stuff out of the energy body
0: wow. yeah. so I had it done um, oh. almost a month ago I mm-hmm. think at this point yeah I had tell, it. Us. And tell us Do you tell Jess I know and it's so interesting because we we did it here at my house and I pretty much like laid down and and I had no idea what to expect. By the way, guys,
1: she's just smiling right now. Like it's like glowing. So I, yeah, I
0: mean, it was, it's a beautiful experience. There is a part that felt, um, I felt very exposed, you know, Mm. because as Marisela, after she like read my aura and, and she's kind of going through like, well, I've noticed that, you know, I was congested up the wazoo. Everything was like clogged. (laughs) And, um, and she was just, you know, describing everything. Mm. And, and, I could just hear how it all related to my life and how it was just so, so real. And so it was just one of those experiences where obviously I felt very vulnerable, very exposed, but I also felt very safe because I felt like this was someone who was going to, be responsible with the information that she was like downloading like that was what was nice it was Mm -hmm. and you know and I've been around people who when you walk into their space they're like oh your aura is this or and it's just like girl get out my get out my my zone (laughs) and so it was one of those things where it's like I felt completely like I don't mind that you're seeing a secret that maybe other people on the daily can't see And that was really cool. Um, I think it was really awesome because my dog was right there. And so she was so relaxed and just fo- she like laid down on the couch with me and you could just see her following when you were like picking up my aura remember she were like she was like following marcella's hands the entire time wow. they You're, see energy it wow. was wild she's just like her head's up her head's down her head's to the left like i was just like oh my god my dog knows my secrets <laughs> too so but that was what was and then at the end after you talked about what you had cleaned out and what I could potentially keep on working on, because that's another thing, and I think, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that this is something that is, um, like, constant maintenance needs to occur, so it's not just a matter of, like, a one quick fix, like... Right, um, like a car, right? Yeah, you just- exactly, Or and, and also, in areas that I'm sure that have light congestion, that can probably be cleans a lot easier, but something that's kind of, like, It's like if you keep a dirty pan on the stove, it's going to take a lot more energy to clean it after five weeks versus like if you clean it the next day type of thing. That's how I'm envisioning in my head when I think about the congestion. Um, But so it was really, really helpful to receive that information at the end where it's like, you know, for example, one of the things is like you're struggling with like your faith and you really are having a hard time just committing and believing the process. And that's something that you really need to focus on. And um, and just like letting go and letting God essentially and that for me is absolutely where I've been at in the past few months this sense of like I want to control I want to see how I can call the shots how I can dictate what's going to happen next didn't work out very well so it was it was a beautiful experience for sure yeah and, and that's a beauty
1: and do you feel much that I mean you mentioned this you know external kind of force or even maybe not even external internal i would Mm -hmm. say as well like this intuition this guardian angel did is does that play a part in this
2: yes uh you know but again you don't need to have x y and c gifts but a lot of the things have to do with what is going to help your clients heal a lot of information trickles down or channels when you're connecting to that higher source or that higher frequency Mm -hmm. But you have to step back, and I'm glad that you, Jesse mentioned this, you have to step back and analyze, is this information of benefit to your client, and is that going to help them heal? It does me no good to sit there and say, oh, your aura is this, your aura is that, is that going to help her? No, that's just called showing off.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and 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 that for me, I find shuts me down, right? And And I think that, the idea of like, this is what you need to do? Well, the idea of just someone coming into my space and telling me like, this is what I'm noticing about you. And oh, if, if, for example, if your foot is falling asleep, I don't know, like, or if your foot's acting this way, it must be because you're not leading properly. And it's just like, if someone were to come into my zone and automatically assess me without considering who I am what, where I'm at emotionally and just to feel like they're entitled Mm -hmm. to tell me about myself in a way that I don't think is necessarily beneficial. I'm very like, "Mm -hmm, thanks. Bye. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that, That turns me off as well. So you have to practice a lot of compassion and understanding towards that person. But in my case, uh, I was able to polish the gifts that were already there. So through that, through those meditations, through certain practices, yeah, I'm able to tune into people's energy. Mm-hmm. And I get asked this a lot: Are you a psychic? Uh, yeah, no,
1: mm-hmm. uh, because like you cannot think, you cannot tell you what I'm thinking right
2: now. No, I mm. mean, you know, a psychic is <laughs> so thinking overrated. You're yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it, Well, that word is so overrated, you know. But yeah. energy doesn't lie. Can I pick mm-hmm. up on people's energy? Yeah, but do I go and just kind of, ooh, look at the chakras? This? No, it's none of my business, unless. They allow me into their space, which in that case, Jessie right, allowed knows. me into her space. Mm-hmm. Right,
1: and you and you meant we mentioned something earlier um, about you know how congested our lives are sometimes, and how the stress, the anxiety, and we just let it all. Uh, someone used the analogy the other day, and it was really interesting. Like it's like dishes, right? Like you just you have a pile of dishes, and you're like, oh yeah yeah yeah, I'll get to it. And then the next day, you eat something, and you're like, uh-huh, yeah sure. And it's just piling up, piling up, mm. piling up. And until so you're just overwhelmed with like the amount of dishes that you have, and it happens with us with the way we feel, with the things that we have to deal with. When we don't, de- de- when, when we don't do the work from the get-go, then it's gonna be a situation of a huge pile of, of, of dishes.
2: Yeah, I've had a lot of clients that go through exactly what you just mentioned. They come up to the pile of dishes, also known as what we have going on. Mm -hmm. They experience the healing. They feel great. But then I get a message, not exactly in these words, but I'm translating for Mm -hmm, them. mm -hmm. This is too scary for me to deal with. I don't want to confront it. Mm. Wow. But then I say, okay, when you're ready, you know where to find me. So it's it's very um, sad to see that, but also I take a step back and I understand that everybody is going through their own process, and that is okay. Mm-hmm. Right. What pranic healing? What I could offer through pranic healing is the dishwasher, right? Versus washing by hand. Mm, That's okay. why it's so scientific in nature. Mm-hmm.
1: That's very
2: interesting. This other question is: What's the difference between that and Reiki? Mm. Reiki is it came about about 200 years ago, so they project the energy. But with pranic healing, we focus more on cleaning the stuff out Mm -hmm. because if we just project energy to a a place that's already full and congested of dirty energy, two things could happen. We're pushing that energy further down into Mm -hmm. the root of the chakra that are going to cause the person more problems down the line Two, that congestion may eventually empty out because you're just blasting it with energy. But why wait? Just go in there and pluck it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's right. that. It's the dishwasher. Right. We are the dishwasher.
0: So Reiki was 200 years ago. How long has pranic healing been? Thirty away?
2: years ago. Oh wow. Yeah. So fairly new. fairly yeah. new. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And the teacher was at that time he was already a multimillionaire with lots of businesses, and he said, "Okay, well, I have this extra time and extra money. What do I do? You know, like, I, you know, hobby." What can I develop to help humanity? He traveled the world and he came across different cultures that, oh, you use an egg. That was my upbringing. Una limpia. Una limpia, claro. Okay, all right. Well, he went to another part of the world and they used cats or dogs or dances. Okay, why is it that these different cultures are doing this, but the outcome is the same? Hmm. So he researched that and he compressed everything to something that the average person could use.
0: Right. So what happens if someone is not necessarily completely open to the work that you're doing. And and I'll admit when, when, you know, I also grew up, Christian home, still practice um, in the faith, and so there is a sense of, and I think we talked about this before we even got into it, there's a sense of like, okay, girl, where are we going with this? Because my automatic inclination is to feel like, let's not play with spirits, let's not play with anything that is del diablo, right? Yeah, (laughs) like, let's not go there. And so, there... As much as I was like, I'm excited about this and there's an openness, um, there's also a hesitancy. And so does that hesitancy prohibit the effectiveness of what you're doing? It can, because the person when they're
2: very hesitant and this happened to me with my husband, Mm -hmm. you know, the first day I came home from pranic healing, the first class, I was like, oh, my God guess what i'm gonna solve all of our issues you know and he was like what the hell you know like what sect did you join (laughs) now right so immediately his energy was like no so the energy the frequency of the energy that i was trying to project and the wall that he had built it it wasn't really penetrating but because of the experience that i have i could tell when a
0: person verbally is no but the energy is telling me give it to me so mm. can I ask, and I don't mind you telling people, what was my energy? Was, was, my, was I open or was I? Yes. You were already expelling. <laughs> you were already letting go of energy the minute I walked in. Ah, oh,
2: You awesome. were like, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Uh, give it to me. But my mind is like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And that's okay. As long as I could feel the energy, I, I could feel the energy pulling me. It wasn't rejecting me. I have had people that I feel the energy being rejected. I don't say anything because the more you say, oh, you're rejecting Mm. the energy,
0: like who cares, right? Right. That's not going to help. That's not going to help. So Mm -hmm. you do
2: your best. You project loving, kind energy and you could feel the dynamic change big time.
0: what do you do when you're having a bad day? Because I always want to know that with people who are just like spreading loving kindness.
1: And also too like, what do you, what can people do, you know, even ourselves or anybody listening when like daily to just, to just try to deal with all this, all these dirty dishes and try to slowly Mm. maybe before going to, to you, what can they do on the daily to even help themselves declutter a little bit?
2: Well, we're not perfect yet. I am not perfect i go through ups and downs the difference is how long am i going to stay in that down mode so one of the things that i love to share is how to cut your cords mm-hmm.
1: i think i shared that yeah, with you, you.
2: so cutting your cords is very important because we're all connected energy wise so it doesn't matter if you're writing a text message if you're emailing it doesn't matter chords accumulate and guess what those cords are gonna drain you mm-hmm. so you simply just take your right hand meaning like people like cords
1: to people to things yeah. to well situations. people mainly people mainly. Okay. people
2: and what gets circulated in this in those cords is not a lot of good energy gets circulated now the good energy cords like those of love I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about the ones that shouldn't be connected to you, And you told me that we're not strong enough to cut loving cords. No, we're not in that business. Yeah, (laughs) Mm -hmm. right. Repeat
1: that, sorry. We're
2: We're not in that business of cutting the good cords. There are... There are people out there who mess with energy in a very bad way. That is why I feel a lot of our community, the Hispanic community, have this misconception about especially what I do. Mm-hmm. is brujería, you know, uh, go and get a, um, una marre or, you know, someone made a, what is it, a, a witchcraft or an hechizo. Mm-hmm. So they come to me with this mentality is oh, someone's after me, you know, they want to ruin my life. I'm like, no, 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 it's just the cord. Hold on, breathe, breathe. So what I do is I step back. Mm-hmm. I step back and I say, is, really, is this really worth my time, my investment, and my energy? And almost 100% of the time, it's a, no, a big fat no. Yeah, It's like, no, just step, take a, a breathe, and cut the cord with your right hand. You just visualize your right hand hand cutting all of the cords from your entire body. Mm. What do cords look like? They look like a water hose. Whatever you want to visualize, yeah, whatever it doesn't you, matter. Whatever,
1: yeah.
0: So doesn't matter if you know who? No, who cares? They're cords. Yeah. So you don't have to necessarily visualize the cord connected to an individual because I've been doing that a couple of times. I've been chop, seeing chop, some chop people. Like- you don't
2: have to, but you can. If, if you're having that interaction with that person or you had within a, a short period of time, then you know who the heck you're connected to, right? Yeah. But if we haven't cut our cords for the past three years, you know how many hundreds of people were connected to on a and like, daily basis? And how many
1: cords are now like intertwined and like, you know, just a hot mess?
2: And they grow because that is what energy does. It, mm-hmm. it, they form these roots and our chakras are like these fans that spin the energy. So imagine if all of those roots and cords are intertwined in your chakra, what's going to happen is that that chakra cannot absorb the energy and cannot expel the dirty energy. So that area, that part of your body starts to somehow react
0: mm.
2: on a physical,
0: emotional, psychological, and spiritual level. So when people come to you and they say that they're dealing with depression, I'm sure that your approach is a lot um, dif- more different than what typical Western mm-hmm. medicine, medicine practitioners would recommend. So how do you approach that? First, I always disclose I am not a doctor.
2: Yeah. Whatever you're doing with your doctor, keep doing it. Mm-hmm. This is complimentary. So I, I don't explain much at the beginning because if you're in that mindset... You don't want to hear about the ins and the outs. You just want to feel better. Yeah. So I leave all of that out initially and I get to work. For me, it's the proof is in the pudding. Mm-hmm. If the person is going to experience a some transformation a something, then that's good enough for me because they're feeling the effects of, oh, wait, I felt this way before and now I'm feeling this way. Mm-hmm. And then after that's when I share, look, this part of your body was congested and that's what was causing this, this and that. Mm hmm. Uh, and people that I've seen with depression, they recuperate very, very well. That's amazing. Through both That's Eastern amazing. and Western medicine, and you touched on it earlier. You have to keep working on it. Energy is like a muscle.
0: So, do you think that this work has ne- made you a better businesswoman? Heck yeah, by a long <laughs> shot. I may point out, prior to Pranic Healing, I
2: owned many businesses oh. that they all flopped. Yeah, they all flopped, you you said. They all flopped.
0: So, what were the types of businesses?
2: All right, perfect scenario. Eyebrow threading studio, which, by the way, I have no idea how to thread, but I got someone to do that. On Pacific Boulevard in Huntington Park. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In six months, it flopped. You know how many people walk on Pacific Boulevard on a daily basis? No se me paraban las moscas, right? Wow. Guess what was causing that? Me, the energy that I was drawing in. I kept telling the universe. I don't have money. It's not going to work. People are not going to like it. People are not going to come in. Guess what the heck the universe was giving me? All of that plus more. Self-sabotage. Oof.
1: To the brink. And that's something, too, that going back to, like, the things, like, the daily practices that we can do to help ourselves with all this stuff, I'm sure that has to be one of the, the like, top five things that we can do and, and we cannot do on the daily, just the power of our thoughts.
2: Yes. And it's rewiring that. So when you find yourself in that mode of I don't have enough money, instead of saying that you say it's not in my budget energetically, Mm. it's it it brings in a whole different level of energy into your space and it rewires your brain. So every moment that you find yourself in those kind of thoughts, you have to pluck your you have to have that certain level of awareness to say, okay, my life may suck right now in this moment, but it's not going to be like that forever. So you have to snap yourself Change out of it in your head immediately. It's like, OK, well, that's not working. Let me focus on something that is or what can I do to better this?
1: Yeah, it's kind of like meditation. Whenever your mind is going somewhere, you tell it you're thinking, thinking. So come back. So yeah, like those right. Thoughts and happening. that and
0: meditation, I think, helps for something like this, because what can happen is that you're saying to yourself this negative thing and you're not even realizing that yeah. you're doing it. It's become so subconscious and I'm right. sure like you wouldn't you wouldn't have known at first that you were saying like I don't have any money, I don't have any money, I don't have any money. It's just like part of your DNA. Almost. It's cultural. It's cultural and then meditation I think totally will help you get into that space where you recognize like yo Wait homie yeah. what are you saying to Myself. yourself? Totally. And and that's just a small part
2: of the balance because It's like a motivational speech you're giving yourself, but the root is really not on the surface. The root of the issue is Mm -hmm. deep within the chakra. So that's, again, where we come in and we go deep into the chakra and we pluck all of that energy out because thoughts and emotions and everything is just energy. Mm -hmm. So I had a client once who came in and I'm scanning his energy, right? And his throat chakra is like the size of the world, literally. And I'm like, dude... um, are you worried or anxious? He's like, no, you know, like exterior just, like, yeah. Ah, yeah. And I'm like, something's up with my hands Then I can't feel <laughs> what the hell, you know? And then as five minutes later, he's like, oh yeah. And by the way, you know, I'm suing my parents. I'm like, hello. Oh, oh my God. And when I said hello, cause I had that level of confidence with him yeah. at that point. He's like, oh yeah, I get, yes, you're right. And I go, I'm not right.
0: It's your energy. Yeah. So energy doesn't lie. mm. Energy will not lie. Oh, my God. I don't know if I would want you as a partner.
2: (laughs) Well, for the record, I do not scan my husband. I do not do any of that. Because, again, I'm very respectful of people's energy, period. Except my kids. My kids are off limits.
0: Yeah. Because,
2: well...
1: My oldest just turned 20,
2: so he's an adult. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But the little one, oh, no, I still scan them, I go, okay, what's going on here? Because you could pick up on their moods. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then you mentioned, I mean, just going back, sorry that we're like, like, I feel like it's like so many things out, right? That I, I know. Um, going back to like you being a businesswoman, you mentioned all these businesses. What was it about uh, the space that you were in with the healing and your, the business that you're in now that has helped you so much and with, within the business and then now it's become so successful? Well, it's exactly what we just touched on is those self-sabotaging
2: conversations Mm. are still there. They still come up, but because of the tools that I learned, I could tell it to shut up and go away. Mm. Versus before that, I allowed them to tell me what to do. Mm. So the moment that I created Majestic Bliss soaps from that corner, I knew that it was going to be a mega company. I knew intuitively you just know just you like have that I knew drive
1: this podcast was going to be major jest. yes ball, okay. ball, yes girl.
2: <laughs> so that thirst keeps you going and you're going to come across a lot of obstacles the more you grow the more obstacles are going to come to you so I said all right am I gonna allow that boulder to squash me or am I gonna blow right through that boulder and that's what I did it empowered me it yeah. gave me that that energy that I needed so I marched into Whole Foods and I said this is why you need my product this was seven months after I launched the company by the way and they're like uh okay uh sign here boom wow that was that yeah and we keep growing and it's a constant practice of the techniques of the energy and did
1: you have any knowledge of like scents and soaps and body care I'm gonna reveal something She's that like, I've never revealed <laughs> that I've never revealed in public,
2: and I know this is the perfect time for it. So, I started in February. I launched the company, but I was not making the soap because I didn't know how to. I was not. I I ha- I asked a friend to make them for me until I learned how to make them. Yeah. I got to learning until about April or May of that year how to make soap, and because of meditation. All of that information came to me, the aromas, the colors, the scents, all of that, just like I had a name and I knew what I wanted it to look like and I know what I wanted it to smell like and I wanted, I knew what the purpose of that product was going to be.
0: Mm -hmm. So you knew that you wanted the product to not just be a regular soap, that from the beginning, like, because like we mentioned in the introduction, these are infused with um a special blend of pranic energy correct yes and so people are get a chance to rub basically good energy i'm assuming is that sort of like the idea like you're rubbing great energy onto your body
2: yeah you know uh, one of the models is you're not just cleansing your body you're cleansing by the way Yarel has a soap on her head cuz right i now. just want that
1: to to go through Wait, me okay. I, this is a picture I'm moment i'm just like where I hold let on. this energy come to me yes <laughs> good stuff just you know all my chakras all of them just Oh, help me out, help me out. <laughs> are all your tacos <laughs> aligning right now? They are, they are. They're feeling really good. Fantastic. <laughs> the magic of Majestic Bliss Soap. Right?
2: <laughs> and people sometimes don't have a clue about holistic health and they come up to me when I'm at the store and they say, somehow I feel when I'm near your products, I feel really good. Hmm. I feel really good. And I go, well, it's the aromatherapy. And they say, no, 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 no. It's beyond that. Mm. I actually feel good standing next to your product. But I know what they're talking about. They're picking up on that subtle life force energy on that prana. There's a saying by my teacher, and this is going to connect what we're talking about. Whatever you create with your hands is a direct expression of your heart.
1: We create our products
2: with our hands, so we're therefore infusing what kind of energy into our products? Love, mercy, compassion, empathy. Which, by the way, we so need it right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh wow! I know it's. I mean, I, I, I believe in energies. Like I know it's like cosmically, like just whatever it is, we are all connected and stuff. Even, even with the simple deal of like you meeting someone and you're like, ooh. I could feel, I could, I could, there's something and there's something. The vibes. Know, it's, a vibe is giving me, that's like, uh, oh, be careful. Or like something's telling me, let's be friends. To so this day, friends. I feel like
0: that was something that connected Yarel and myself because I'm just like, what conversation did we have that led right, to like right, today right. where we are now with the podcast? So I, I definitely agree. And I think, you know, what's really beautiful about your story is that there's just like, I don't, I feel like there's so much to learn from your experience and I love, love, love what you said about the self, um, the self-sabotage, the way that we self-sabotage ourselves and our lives and how we can do that without even realizing that we're doing it. Because I think, you know, you discovered pranic healing at 31 and I just turned 32, Yadi just turned 30. And I think that there's something really special about reminding ourselves you can really start to like find yourself at any age yeah. or reinvent yourself or teach yourself something new. And so speaking of teaching yourself, are there any books that you really love that you recommend? Yes. The Autobiography of
2: a Yogi. As a matter of fact, um, I was, I listened to it everywhere I drive because it's humongous. Oh. So that's the uh, uh, story of Paramahansa Yogananda. Mm-hmm. Uh, great teachings. Personally, for me, I, I just love that book. A lot of pearls of wisdom there of course the alchemist Um, who doesn't love that book by the way when i read the ending i was like wait what and just like my brain went i know
1: and isn't it crazy every time you i've read that book like a good four times and i feel like it's been in a different point in my life and every time i've read it it's been like a new it speaks new 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 stories stories to you and new lessons yeah it's crazy
2: Yes, because that energy speaking to you at whatever point in your life you find yourself, and that's the beauty of that energy. we're all interconnected. whether we believe in it or not, we're interconnected. Yeah. and you just have to do your best in this life to just keep on going because everything changes. So you have to change with it. You know, as you mentioned in the beginning, it's like, no, I'm gonna do it my way and or the highway. It doesn't work that way. The I, more you resist, the more yeah. it will persist.
0: Yeah.
1: Ooh, that's good. Oof. So many yes. gems
2: here, I know. Yes. Do
0: you have a morning practice?
2: My meditation. First, I do breathing exercises and then... For how long? Like? Uh, I do m- a minute or two of the breathing exercises just to loosen up the, uh, the dirty energy that's stuck because mm-hmm. we all have it. Junk in the trunk. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I get right into meditation anywhere between 20 to 40 minutes a day. Wow. So do you, do you have a to build. Uh, I listen to the ones by my teacher. Uh-huh. But ultimately, you know, you could just build your way up to that. You don't necessarily have to be sitting down in silence. Yeah, or you don't
1: even have to do 20. I mean, you can start off with no. like the 5, the 10s. Yeah. yeah.
2: Like my husband, he's like, I'm at 5 minutes. I go, any day now, come on. We need to we need to meditate together. And I'm like, Marcella, patience, practice patience.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been doing 10 minutes. And I'm like, okay, that's nice. Or even a mind. walking okay. meditation.
2: Yeah, everything is like a that.
0: meditation. Yeah. So, yeah. And even if it's just starting at catching ourselves with the negative thoughts like that i feel is is a medit- is a meditative practice in and of itself that's the key
2: because remember whatever conversation you're having with yourself in your mind is exactly what you're asking the universe to give to mm. you and to bring into your energy so if that doesn't trigger a, a change of awareness
0: then i don't know what so we can create our negative realities.
1: We do, mm. and then but we can also create our positive ones. Exactly. So stories we create stories.
2: We could create positive stories, and we could create not so great stories. Yeah. So if we keep telling ourselves, you know, um, I don't have enough money, that's the story that you're creating, and that's the story you're living in. So same goes, you know, with all the things that we go through. Sometimes we, I personally fell in the trap of feeling like i was a victim all of these years mm. prior to pranic healing so i kept acting and feeling and going about myself as a victim instead of uh not even a survivor just a human being trying to be a better Navigate person yeah mind. yeah it's not about either or at least for me mm-hmm. absolutely
1: oh my god thank I you know, so much and like this you. is sort of like and you know, i already feel like so good Honestly, <laughs> I,
0: when the when the interview started, I think there there's a place that my head goes when we do interviews initially. And it is a negative spot. And this is like a vulnerable moment with you guys. But it's this place of, oh my gosh, what am I going to ask? Oh, and and obviously true. we do our research on the guests and we have an idea, but it's like as if my mind goes blank and there's this space that I enter into that is a negative space. That's where my mind goes. And It's trying to remember as a creator, as an interviewer, as a a professional, as a journalist that, A, I know what I'm doing but B, that these conversations always get led in a beautiful direction, mm-hmm. right? And that I have an awesome co-host who's not going to let me look like an asshole. <laughs> like that obviously helps. Right? And so, it, but it's just interesting what the dialogue initially, especially when we had started this interview, how it, it was in my mind, and just like the sense of like peace that it got to really fast. It got to that place really fast. And now I'm like,
1: Ah, I feel great. I I would say I second that too because it is naturally a place of like just feeling like, ooh, you got to be on your toes and listen and pay attention to the cues that we're giving each other to see what questions are coming up. And sometimes your mind goes somewhere else and sometimes it's like, oh, where's the conversation? You come back and it's like, go with the question. yeah Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it definitely felt like a very beautiful, like not only just conversation, uh, but hopefully things that we can share with others those that are listening that can implement yeah implement and that energy is also flowing to them so and that's called paralysis from over analysis
2: and it blocks the flow of that energy so i'm glad that you had the awareness to just realize that because you just did that you just said jesse this has to kind of sort of stop so the next time around you catch yourself doing that you're going to snap yourself right out of it no
0: more paralysis from overanalysis, girl.
2: That's a Deepak Chopra word there. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Damn right. I should, like say yeah. that to my
1: friends. And Marcela, uh, once again, like I know you're doing so many things. Mm. You're on TV, like uh, exposing these things to people as well, um, even communities that don't necessarily have this information, which is great. Where can people find you? What are you up to next? What's the plan for you for the next few months? Well, I'm excited to announce that. This
2: week, I formed a partnership with El Clasificado, uh, and they are going to help me bring all of this information to a bigger platform. So what does that mean? You could find us uh, on a wider and bigger scale throughout Southern California. You could go to my website. There are so many workshops in the work right now, so just check them out.
0: That's awesome. And online, your hands will post them, but also where can people find you? Uh, Instagram. Instagram,
2: Marcela.a.arrieta, mm-hmm. and uh, website, marcellarrieta.com and Facebook, Marcelaarrieta. I mean, I don't think there's a lot of us out there. <laughs> I hope not. No.
0: Yes. I know, right? Well, there's a thousand Jessica Molinas, so
1: I'm not And lucky. I'm not even going to go with my name. Right? Yeah. We all know, yeah.
0: I can barely pronounce yes. it. Yes. So. And her delicious soaps. Um, yes. You can find them at Whole Foods. Um, across Southern California. Where else can people find
2: Arizona them? and Nevada. And also Lazy Acres Market. They're part of Bristol Farms. In a, in oh, our cool. Light Yeah. Awesome.
1: Look at you. I love it. I know. Love it. And
2: growing. Ugh. We just launched another line with Whole Foods. It's goat's milk soap. Special brand
0: just for them. That's amazing. And that they asked you. Let's highlight. Let's toot horns. Boop, boop, boop. Mm. Yes. Then Very they blessed. They asked you for this specific line. So that is amazing. And I think that's just a testament to you have something so special and something that really came from the heart and is blessing the lives of so many people. And I think that that's your work through and through. Yeah. So Thank we're you. so grateful that you Thank joined you so us. Much. Thank you Thank you for the wisdom you imparted yeah. on us. Thank you. And we will be taking your tools with us.
1: Oh, I already wrote them down. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. amazing that was like seriously I'm still feeling like the energy and I know that we can say all these things to everyone that's listening but it's for real yeah it's
0: real absolutely and I think that whether or not you want to get a healing that doesn't undermine anything that she said like everything just about the power of our minds the power of our intentions what our subconscious does to us on a daily Mm -hmm. basis and the crap that it drags us through is so real and that we just do need constant maintenance we need constantly to be checking in on ourselves and like
1: detoxing and Mm -hmm. like cleaning and like letting go of things things that we care that maybe we have been carrying without even noticing so I, i i loved it she was so powerful and I seriously do hope that, you know, whoever was listening could take some of the information and use it for their own benefit. Yes. And just the fact that, like, she's such a boss. Like, I love the
0: fact that this business is just growing exponentially and. There's just so much to to learn from that, that she tried so many yeah. before. And and also, like that, biz, sometimes it's going to take you a while to find your business. Yeah. And true. just because one doesn't work doesn't mean that you're not supposed to be an entrepreneur yeah. and have your own business. So there's just so many gems in there. And I know I feel like, Yes, thank yes, you, girl. Thank Is what you, I Marcela. <laughs> so thank you all for listening. And we also definitely want you guys to connect with her on social media. So we'll make sure to leave that in the description below. Yes, for sure. Um, and if this you This ha- weekend. Ooh, this yes, weekend. if not already bought tickets to our Beyoncé dance class. I don't know what you're waiting for.
1: The first one was seriously like so powerful, empowering. I was on a high the entire yeah. day. It was a beautiful connection of women just, like, seriously having a good time, getting on the floor, doing some moves, and we had a great swag bag. Yes, So and we will have another one this yep. time,
0: and we're going to be learning the choreography to formation, so grab a couple of your homegirls. Home guys whatever and just bring them out it's really a fun celebration of movement it's mm-hmm. like all sizes all skill levels oh of dance God. trust me ain't Truly. no professional over here <laughs> um so we really hope to see you guys and also we just love meeting y'all yeah like that was amazing so as well. so fun so please and you know if you haven't already signed up for our newsletter Send us an email, weightholdsuppodcast at gmail.com. That's how you'll know about all of our events. We'll give you information about upcoming episodes, little tidbits about what's happening in our lives. You know, we just want to find as many ways to connect with you all as possible. Our crew. Yes, and we have some dope events coming up oh, in September yeah. too. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> don't want to miss it. As always, you can follow us on Instagram at weightholdsuppod, Yarel underscore Ramos, and hey, Jess Molina. And leave us a review on iTunes. Show us some love. Yes, and tell a friend, and who tells a friend, and tells a
1: friend. And share, share, share. Yes,
0: <laughs> we love you all so much. Love you guys. Thanks.
1: Bye. Thanks. Bye.